I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Dark Satellite Media. Cinema Salon, it is I, the Cinema Baron, and this is our first interview. Now, uh, and I am interviewing an old friend of mine, an old workmate. Um, We've had some interesting times together, Um, but why I'm interested in interviewing him today is to highlight some Australian filmmakers, and this guy is a good one. Love what he's doing, so I've brought him on. So, Ollie, please introduce yourself, um, and just to start, let people know where they can follow you online. Go ahead. Hi, so uh, you can follow me online via my production company at Cuckoo Entertainment uh, on Instagram or just look up the website, cuckooentertainment.com. But my name's Ollie. I'm uh, the founder, creative director and producer of Cuckoo Entertainment. And yeah, that's me. <laughs> Excellent. Now, um, just when they're doing the Google searches and such, uh, how do you pronounce your last name and spell your last name there? Uh, standing, so it's S-T-E-N-I-N-G. Standing, got it, got it, yeah. got it. Now, Cuckoo Entertainment, we'll go deeper into that. But uh, first of all, we'll start off with yourself as a filmmaker and your loves of a couple of genres, which well, I've been able to pick up. You seem to be very into and focused on comedy and horror with your own film productions. Now, um, let me know if this is correct. And if so, how do you view the relationship between the two genres? Why are you playing around with a marriage between the two? Okay, uh, that's a good question. So basically, I've always always um, navigated towards uh, comedy or horror. Um, basically, because I believe the universes are so just like multidimensional and there's so much room to sort of work in those two genres, I think so at least. I mean, I'm, I'm a big laugher. I pretty much laugh at anything. Um, so I love that whole comedy space. And, and they say it's the best medicine as well. So um, mm-hmm. it's also infectious and it's memorable. Um, so you got that with the comedy side. And then you've got the horror, which is sort of a side that, you know, is shocking. It's exhilarating to watch. Um, and I guess 
the ability to marry those two together has always sort of been, has always intrigued me. Um, and I guess it came from watching a film when I was uh, a bit younger, uh, a film called Shaun of the Dead by Edgar Wright, directed <laughs> nice. by Edgar Wright. Excellent. Yeah. 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 And just the way he was able to sort of, I don't know, combine these two crazy sort of aspects together. Um, it was just really interesting to me. And I thought, God, I'd love to give that a go at, at, at some stage of my life, you know, down the track. And, um, you know, a few others have come out that have, you know, sort of reminded me that I need to do this. And so next thing you know, down the track, I just, I just did it. I started writing and um, I just, I don't know. I, I've always navigated with that mindset of, you know, marrying, marrying two genres together because I find it really interesting. So, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Good answer. Good yeah. answer. And uh, Shaun yeah. of the Dead's a prime example. Um, Evil Dead, you can throw in there as a classic. Evil Dead. Film. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's yep. it. Yeah. Well, another massive classic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, um, you touched on something interesting there. Laughter is the best medicine in relation to comedy. Do you yeah. think horror can also be therapeutic as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's what the goal um, of whoever makes it for the filmmaker is to, you know, make you feel something and um, leave you, you know, leave you continuously thinking about it. That's another good thing about horror is that it has this like ability, like no other genre to stay with you, like in the back of your head, once you, you know, watch a film and you go, Oh crap, that really scared me. And then you sort of asleep, go to, go to bed at night and you sort of, wondering if, if something's under the bed or something like that in itself is so powerful as a filmmaker to be able to make someone feel that way. I've always, you know, I've always found it just fascinating. Absolutely. Yes. It's all very yeah. cathartic. It's all very cathartic basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it allows yeah, yeah. you to, yeah. It allows you to process. Um, <clears throat> I mean, comedy can be lighthearted as well. Uh, horror, not so much typically. Yeah. Um, uh, but both of them definitely allow you to process adult problems in a lot of ways. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with that. Um, so moving on, um, you mentioned Cuckoo Entertainment. That is your production company. So what is Cuckoo yeah. Entertainment? Um, what is it and who is involved? So I will start with when. And yeah. um, so basically in 2014, I sort of began writing screenplays because, you know, I always said I was going to do it. And I just, from 2014, I just went, bugger it, I'm going to give it a crack. And I really enjoyed it. And I wrote this really ambitious horror short film called The Beginning. <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Murdoch. Don't know what happened. <laughs> now, okay, you mentioned before Cuckoo Entertainment. Uh, yep. Now, what is it? Who is involved? And as you pointed out, when? Start at the beginning. Take it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, back in 2014 is when I started writing um, screenplays and stuff. And um, I wrote a really, really ambitious horror short film called The Beginning. And um, basically I got a mate's girlfriend who was interested in horror at the time and she was a bit creative. So she started it with me and um, my 
we filmed it in my parents' rental back in Queensland in 2014 or 15, uh, or the beginning of 2015. And uh, we filmed it with no lighting, just a GoPro. Um, I was filming it, editing it and everything. Anyway, oh, okay. we got it done. Yeah, over, over two nights. Um, so the Saturday and the Sunday. And then I edited it up together and put it online and submitted it to a horror film festival in the US. Anyway, uh, a couple couple weeks went by and uh, we got selected in this uh, horror f- um, film festival. And I was, you know, pretty chuffed because I was like, what the hell? Like, I was not <laughs> expecting to be selected. <laughs> we'd, we'd given, like, what we'd used and stuff. But yeah. there you go. Um, anyway, that night after being selected, I actually um, had a Christmas. It was around Christmas. And I had a Christmas work function at my finance job. Uh-huh. And I basically went to that Christmas party and was telling everyone that I got selected for this thing. And I told this one particular man man who basically laughed in my face and went, oh, you're cuckoo, Ollie. You don't know what you're talking about. So I uh, left the party that night and and I, I withdrew from the festival because I was really upset and I deleted the film completely. Anyway, I woke up the next morning okay. and I said to myself, what have I done? I had so much regret. I've just let this guy just sort of walk all yeah. over me. Okay. And then I started brainstorming later on, you know, uh, once I'd gotten over it a bit, I just decided to come up with this brand for myself and, and start again, basically. And Cuckoo was where that came from to sort of, it was kind of like a fuck you to this guy um, to say like, you know, embrace your sort of strange side or, or your, yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Or your, or your creative side and just, came up with a plan and called it Cuckoo Entertainment and basically got more, uh, had a more aligned sort of idea of what I was going to create. And that was this production company that effectively now is what it is. Yeah. Fantastic. That's the story behind that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and over the time I've sort of, um, you mentioned you who's involved basically I've just over time I've just, uh, networked with different filmmakers and they've introduced me to other people so that my my very first short film that I made through this company I was actually put in touch with this uh, uh, sort of uh, gaffer slash I don't know assistant director type dude named Will Fargus and right. he uh, is the now the assistant director on my stuff and has a, a massive input in my stuff and you know he's worked on projects like Thor and stuff like that now like he's he's very professional no shit and he's just yeah, he just really loves what what the stuff I write and the stuff that Cuckoo's about and is 100% on board. So, I mean, he's been with me from the very first short film that I've done. So he's definitely part of the Cuckoo crew, I'd say. Um, and then just, you know, juggling others along the way. It's all about networking as I go. They introduce mm-hmm. me to other people and mm-hmm. that's it sort of just stems from that sort of thing. So, yeah. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And uh, I was going to ask about yeah. Embrace the Strange as well, but you just uh, clarified that perfectly. You illustrated that perfectly there. So it's just an F you yeah. to the haters and that moment was yeah. motivation uh, for you yeah. to do your own thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, now you're talking about your uh, first film there as well. And what I noticed, what was the name of the first film? 
The first film was called No Source. No Source. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and there's a great visual gag, visual pun at the end as well. Yes. Yeah? Um, I won't yes. spoil it. Check uh, Cuckoo out on uh, YouTube. So uh, YouTube and Vimeo as well. YouTube has more of yep. a uh, selection, though, I believe. Yeah. I uh, know the, the same same amount, same? but um, yeah, it's just whatever. You, well, some you people prefer. don't like YouTube, whatever, yeah. whatever you prefer. Yeah, yeah. Sort so of thing. check check them out uh, both on there. Uh, but there's a great visual gag, visual pun at the end, and then uh, the great chicken salt debate was the one that followed, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so that was um, that's more of a solo comedy sort of genre that I went down. Yeah, there's not much. Yeah. There's not much of a dark sort of tone throughout but mm -hmm. then afterwards i sort of am now navigating towards this more sort of horror comedy kind of combination yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i noticed that i noticed you started more on the comedy side of ends with strong visual gags was that just a way yeah. to ease you into filmmaking in general yeah it was also like i was still quite sort of i guess to be honest sort of nervous to attempt mm -hmm. the horror sort of uh, genre again um, because you know it's it's you know, I believe it's quite a difficult genre to get right mm. and to, to to make a statement in the least so um, yeah I was sort of still a bit nervous I guess to attempt it but um, you know slowly but surely I've <laughs> come yeah. to be like you know what I could give it a crack <laughs> Yeah, as you can see in the later works, but we'll get into those later into the uh, the more horror comedy oriented, the darker uh, pieces, if you will. Um, yeah. Now you spoke, uh, you said that you got uh, accepted uh, to a festival uh, with the beginning, yeah. which I do remember watching that. And for a weekend production, it was pretty damn good, actually. I remember watching that back in the day, back in 2015. Oh, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, but your films now have been, they've won some awards, yeah? Uh, there's yeah, screenings yeah. in the past and coming up. How do you feel yep. about all that now, now that you can say F you to that guy who called you Cuckoo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. a grown man, a grown, a grown man calling me Cuckoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, like the success that I've had, especially with this, um, the la latest one that I've, uh, created has been uh, it's been like mind-blowing to be honest like I had never in my wildest dreams believe I'd even be selected um, to get into some of these you know festivals all around the world and it has it's 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 done well in you know places like Germany Tokyo wow. Vancouver um, you know like all over the world and um, and uh, the states um and been fortunate enough to actually get wins. So we've actually, we'd actually ended up winning the uh, best comedy slash dramedy short at the Hollywood Boulevard Film Festival. And it's being screened in wow. Hollywood in November. Wow, um, fantastic. And, and then I got, I picked up a um, best actor award too for my performance as the butcher Ivan, um, which was, <laughs> I was, I was stoked about. <laughs> and then like finally, it's had, like five finalist nominations all over the world, like Germany, like I said, Vancouver, Oregon. It's being screened in Oregon in next week, actually, um, um, in a drive-in theatre, which is awesome. Ooh. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just been really positive. And I'm just like, what do I do? Like, I don't even know <laughs> what to say most of the time. You know what I mean? I was not expecting to the success that, that came my way. Yeah. 
Well, it's a great film and it's well-deserved, I think. Now, what is the name of Thank the you. film that's uh, getting all these accolades? <laughs> the name of the film is uh, The Sum of Several Sticky Situations Involving Salami Sticks. <laughs> but you can just say, for the purposes of, you know, <laughs> this interview, just say Salami Sticks. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to do that. I was going to yeah. do that, so thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah. it's a 20 minute piece, so it's still a short film, but um, yeah. it's not short, short, you know what I mean? It was an endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine some work went into yeah. it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So let's, um, let's talk about that because that was also filmed in COVID times as well. Yeah. So for people yeah. listening overseas, America in particular, I know you guys are all coming out of it. We're, we're coming out of it, but at the moment we're not coming at out of it as fast as the rest of the world. We've had some hiccups, yeah. shall we say, and certainly from 2020 to 2021, um, we're starting to go outside and all that sort of thing, sure, but um, things are restricted, let's just say that. I yeah. imagine filming was restricted. How was all that for you? How was organizing and navigating oh, all that absolutely. chaos? Oh, it was an absolute catastrophe. Um, <laughs> we, we, that whole um, short film took like over a year to complete, um, considering considering over the all the um, restrictions and lockdowns and stuff. And it was so many setbacks, probably more than fifteen setbacks. You know, prolonged production. Um, it was tough. It was tough, and it, it was it was really upsetting. You know, um, being denied that one thing that you want to do is get out there and start filming. So when once you've got it all locked in, your locations and stuff, you sort of you know, you're getting excited to, you know, create something new and awesome with, with all your friends around you. And it's just to be constantly denied of that. It's just, you know, it's, uh, it's not the best of things, but um, yeah, we got through it and the support of my crew and cast members, you know, was helped me through it, um, you know, in, in the best of ways. So yeah, kudos to them for getting, clearing my head and setting me straight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, I get that. I get that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's a, it's a great film. Uh, very funny. Um, some fine. There's a fine moment of horror which we'll touch on soon, definitely. Um, Ivan the Butcher. Yes, we'll go into him as well. He's one of my. He's my favorite character. And there's another character I'll talk about soon as well. Like, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but you've done your 20 minute short film. You've gone from say five to 10 minute films. Yeah. Shorts um, yeah. to the 20 minutes. You're getting the accolades overseas, the screening overseas. Hopefully um, once the world sorts itself out, you'll be able to fly <laughs> over to yeah. these screenings. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you want to yeah. do that as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so the next question is um, feature film plans. Is that the next step for you? Yes. So basically, I uh, whenever I get asked this question, I, I I have actually started writing about eight or nine, seven or eight, nine years ago. I started writing a concept for a feature film, which now is 120 pages long. You know, wow. I've got it to a I've gotten gotten it to a certain point that I'm really happy with. Um, but I don't like saying any more than that. The only okay, thing I will fair. say is it, it's, it's, it's still, it's still in this comedy horror genre. Um, but yeah, I think because it's, it's kind of, I kind of treat it like a baby, you know, it's like, it's yeah, my thing sure. that I've been nurturing for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, the idea behind it, behind all this cuckoo stuff is to eventually get this, 
you know, passion project feature film sort of made. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to develop an audience that sort of, you know, follows this cuckoo train, you could say. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, um, you know, uh, helps me gain sort of uh, exposure to be able to create, you know, feature films. Because, you know, feature films are not some, you know, one day sort of thing. They're just tireless efforts all thrown in by a, a massive amount of people. So I'm not yeah. ready for it yet, but um, it's it's certainly in the in the headlights down the road at some point. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, you're doing it yeah. the right way as well because you're creating your shorts, yeah. so you're getting your experience, building up your skill base, of course. Um, you're yeah. also creating your own brand as well through cuckoo entertainment yeah so you're building that up yeah. in parallel which is fantastic you obviously have a loyal cast and crew working with you as you can see yeah. uh actors are uh, reappearing in different uh shorts as well yeah. and they stuck with you during covid during 2020 yeah, yeah. so they're obviously loyal um yeah definitely. so 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 you get, you know, about you get being the spearhead of a production company and a vision as well, which you obviously have. Um, yeah. Now with salami sticks, um, I mean the acting's great. Everyone's funny as fuck, definitely. Um, yourself, <laughs> you. yourself in particular. But I want to, um, I wanted to talk about um, the uh, the camera work there as well in relation yeah. to who shoots the film because it's particularly uh, good and it looks really good. So who shoots and are we looking at yeah. digital? Are we looking at actual film? What's happening? There? Yeah, with, yeah, digital, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely digital. It's, it's a guy I met through, uh, basically I did this acting screen, like a showreel course through Screenwise, an acting school here in Sydney. And I met like, that's who where I met all of these actors who appear in my shorts and stuff. And at the end of that course, we got a professionally shot showreel and he was the guy shooting the showreel. So afterwards I got chatting to him and I was basically like, look, I'm thinking of doing this thing on the side. When I'm ready, could we get in touch and could I send you a script? And if you're interested, jump on board. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's what I did. And he read it and was like, wow, that's 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 a bit batshit. That's right up my alley. <laughs> and, and we basically went from there. And he's, he's just a wealth of knowledge. Like he's very professional. He's just got an eye for detail, um, an eye for lighting, just has, oh, yeah, he the, knows what he's doing, knows what absolutely. he's doing. The lighting yeah. is, is fantastic, <laughs> the um, interior and exterior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, he was just uh, awesome to have on board. I learned so much from him as well. Like things that I would just sort of, glaze over he would be like no we need to do this right and you know he's very sort of like meticulous which is good as well but he's also he's also open to um experiments and stuff like that so he's really really good to work with um Mm -hmm. him and will work really nicely nicely together as well um yeah so yeah it was good to have him on board for this one and he's coming back for the the next one so that's awesome too Oh, fantastic yeah. we'll get to the next one as well yeah. definitely yeah. what's his name if you if you don't mind like to show oh, some yeah, his, yeah his name is simon watts simon watts shout out fine work yeah. sir definitely yeah. um and um let's not leave uh actually with salami sticks let's not leave the actors out of it of course because we're both actors as well yeah. um <laughs> first of all uh, um who's the uh 
there is two of them, I think, but one of them has appeared yeah. in your short films in the past. Yeah, he steals the salami sticks. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that um, that guy's Jared, Jared Barling. He's um, an absolute legend, yeah. And he was one of the guys who did my acting course and we met through there. And, okay. um, yeah, um, yeah, he's he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's very funny. He's very funny. Um, yeah. I think it's at the end. Uh, where does the cop appear in your short? Is it, a, is it with chicken salt he appears at the end? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes, there we yeah. go. There we go. Yeah. Um, now, and he reappears uh, in Salami Sticks and um, a nice parody, definitely on our yeah. uh, police force. Um, who's, what's this actor's name? Because he's particularly, he's very, he's quite dry as well with his humor and his delivery. I appreciated yeah. his yeah, delivery. Yeah. Who have we got there? Yeah. He's, uh, his name's Ben Corlette. Um, he's, yeah, he's a very quirky dude. Um, great to work with and he's really he's one of those actors that I've never met anyone uh who was so committed before he'd he'd bring these like these diaries to set and write down the thoughts that he was thinking as the character it was really cool to see someone work like that and then um just sort of he'd bring these sort of pages and pages over to me and just like get me to go through them with him and like it was just like wow like he's just completely immersed himself in the role which was really cool to see I've, I've never seen someone uh, especially on a short film get so yeah. committed yeah hey, which was really interesting short. to cool yeah yeah, yeah. but um, it, you know he's it, a great dude and he's and he's he's a filmmaker now as well he's, he's out there making his own films um, which is good to see yeah yeah so yeah I get that actually because he is, it does almost seem alien. Yeah. His character is <laughs> yeah. almost not of this world. So I get yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else could we, who else do I want to shout out that I appreciated? Uh, Justice, the lawyer, was particularly yeah. batshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was um, Nielsen Brown, another one I went to the Screamwise um, uh, acting course with. He, he has a he has a way with words that just I don't know when I hear him on set I just I don't know he just lights me up for some reason he's just very he's a very interesting person to listen to I think I don't know and and funnily enough he does actually have he's studying law at the moment so <laughs> he may well end up like that you never know no, <laughs> no. but um yeah no he's 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 a very funny dude and easy to work with and he's always wanted to be involved in one one of my projects and i just said mate this looks right up your alley i'll give you this one (laughs) excellent excellent actually just came to me you're um you're showing up the law on both sides there with the uh, the stoner and then the cop and the lawyer on the other side yeah which is quite funny (laughs) um but let's not leave the ladies out of the picture as well because it's another parody of a certain social type we have uh the the woke vegan who comes into a butcher store asking for (laughs) vegan products who is the very talented young lady that you have on board there uh so her name's steffi gill and um, again, another one I met through the acting okay. course who okay. who shot the lights out. She's a phenomenal actress. Like she's going places, that girl. Uh, yeah, it was. I I'd always had in mind to put her in something of mine because she's yeah I don't know. She just gets the process, knows what to do, rocks up, really efficient, really professional, and just 
Yeah, and now she's studied like uh, um, she told me the other day that I'd inspired her to go and make her own her own film. So now she's gone cool. off and she's doing a film degree, which is good to see. So um, yeah. That's fantastic. What's obvious here um, from what you're telling me is that the people that you've worked with, you've created a bond with, you've brought with you and you've inspired to go off and do their own thing as well, Yeah, which exactly. is great. Yeah. It's for an organic process, which I like definitely, which is what the independent spirit's about. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, well, best of luck with um, Salami as it, you know, continues to disseminate and spread its madness throughout the world. But before <laughs> we um, go on to the next one, um, we have to talk a little bit about the butcher's dance, yeah? Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. that has been my favourite moment so far throughout all of your works. Um, one, because it's batshit, absolutely. Um <laughs> But two, it's just really well done as well because it's funny as fuck, but it's also spooky. It's a, it's a moment of high horror you've achieved as well. Um, yeah, oh, thank this you. Is th- this is through your characterization of Ollie. Uh, sorry, no, sorry. What's his name? The butcher. Uh, Ivan. Yeah. Ivan. Sorry. Yeah. Ivan yeah. the butcher. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about how you came to find Ivan the butcher. Um, and yeah. also um, the butcher's dance, like the dance, the special effects, et cetera. Yeah, what, how did that manifest itself all up? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, I went to go and see the amazing work by Mr. Todd Phillips, The Joker, the recent okay. Joker film. Okay. And I was absolutely blown away with that picture. Mm. Like it just, it just took me to another took yeah. me to another level. And one of my favourite scenes in that film is when um, Jacum, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but that's just what I'll say. But Jacum, basically, he um, uh, shoots these people on the train, runs off and then into the public bathroom and then is sort of just embodying his darkness in this <sighs> dance. And it was just, it was just so well done. That whole build-up, the whole like this, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, but it was just an, it was a beautiful moment in, in like such a terrifying circumstance. And um, you're rooting for this guy who's essentially a nutcase and just killed all these Mm -hmm. people. So I found that relationship between audience member and, you know, character on screen was just so like unusual and so awesome. And I wanted to create uh, something similar to that so I think that's what prompted the the reasoning behind the dance um, for Ivan because I wanted to I really wanted the audience to sort of connect with the butcher bit and like sort of like escape with him but and sympathize with him in this dance and feel what he's kind of feeling in a way but mm. I didn't know didn't know the best way to approach that and so I figured you know with the whole build-up of the stoner character stealing salami sticks I could I, I felt like it was a nice moment when he's captured to you know because he's a butcher he cuts off the arm and then sort of is in this sort of I don't know world of his own as he dances around with it I don't know if yeah. that's the best way of explaining it but yeah it's um it, it was an interesting sort of moment to be. Certainly when I was playing it, I felt 
I don't know, oddly satisfied as I was doing it. <laughs> Here's a message from the devil here playing around. I want yours. Here's a message to the fuckboy you've been keeping around. Laying the bodies out, moving the dirt. There's people gonna die, man, seen as absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was basically the reasoning behind it. I wanted to sort of, I wanted to try and sort of recreate a feeling of, I don't know, sympathization, but also horror at the same time and marry those two things together somehow. I don't I know think, if that makes sense. But I think yeah. if I may just quickly, like um, we've talked about how yeah. you marry comedy and horror together, because up until this point, Ivan is very very funny like hilarious yeah <laughs> um and so we uh feel comfortable with the character um yeah. to begin with there's a charisma that is created there's a bond that's created between the character and the viewer also coupled with nothing against veganism of course but we all know <laughs> the uh type that what was her name uh the vegan uh steffi yeah. The, the, oh, the Vicky the vegan. She plays yeah, Vicky, Vicky the, vegan. the vegan. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that Vicky the vegan portrays. We all know the social type you're parodying there, so we can all have a yeah. laugh at that as well. Yeah. Um, so we're with you. Um, and so when it comes to that dance, it's a way for us to express, uh, for the viewer to um, revel in their dark side just a little bit, express their dark side just a little bit. So, like with the Joker, yeah, um, where we are with him, not literally with him, we don't want to we're not going to go out and cut people's arms off or cause yeah. a mass riot yes. or anything yeah. like that <laughs> right. but yes. we can have that little fun moment in the dark to play which you've created through the comedy and the horror of the ivan character if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah definitely. yeah 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 um it was a stunning scene. Um, the special effects with the arm as well, because you've played around with the visuals of a bloody arm, but it came back full force in this moment, this scene here. Who put that together? Because it looked fantastic. Yeah, it was um, a special effects artist or team, uh, basically this uh, woman, uh, Lucy Wolfram. She... <laughs> Uh, does uh, you know special effects makeup and stuff and I came across it on Facebook one day and she did she does these really really detailed like seriously detailed work works where there's like heads there's eyes there's okay, cool. you know, cut throats there's all that kind of stuff um, and I basically I sent her a message and you know her team got on board and they did the whole bald cap as well um, yep. yeah brilliant brilliant and yep. yeah and she, she was telling me, because I wanted to understand the sort of process of like what goes into something that detailed. She had to individually, you know, input the hairs on the arm and like, Oof. it was a, I had to have my actor go in and stick his hand in like a, um, a bucket of uh, 
sort of stuff that would solidify around his yep. arm and then yep. take it make out and then she'd fill yep. it up with, yeah, make a cast. And it was just, just hearing about it was awesome. But yeah, it was, it was so realistic. It was heavy. Um, it was, um, it got really slippery when we covered it in the blood. Wow. <laughs> so if you, there's a few takes where I actually dropped it. <laughs> wow. But, um, yeah. But um, yeah, no, it was really, it was really cool. Really cool to sort of play around with something like that as well. I've, I've never done that before. And, being able to say that I've done that is kind of cool, to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yeah. you can see yeah. um, that it's weighted in your arms as well. So she, yeah. helped, she helped create the realism of that scene, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and it's also edited very well. We can't forget about the editor sitting there in the dark room oh, as well. Who, 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 <laughs> who edited the film? Who edit, or Do you have a me. regular? Wow, dude. It was me. <laughs> yeah. Golf clap, golf clap. Oh, fantastic thank you, thank you. yeah because that adds to the rhythm the pacing of the dance as well the dance of the dance itself so yeah fantastic oh, really thank cool you, thank you um so when you're actually just quick so when you're on um uh, what's the word when you're shooting when you're on uh set um like uh so you're directing do you ever get behind the camera at all do you leave that to your man oh no yeah 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 that's um uh there were there were scenes to Certainly in the scenes where I don't appear on screen, I was behind the behind the camera, sort of just, you know, giving directions here and there. But mostly I find like the, with the actors that come on board with my projects, they come on for the reason that, you know, I'm interested in them. So I, I like sure. to let them play as much as possible. Nice. Um, nice. I, I think it sort of works into the whole them feeling really comfortable in the character and, it's it's just always really worked that way for me as as a director. I sort of let them take their own. Um, as long as they get to the certain ending point that is written in the script, then that's cool. Just you know, fantastic. Take it your way, and usually something interesting comes out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, I agree. Yeah. That's the best process, definitely. But just to yeah. uh, clarify what I was saying, um, do you ever yeah. shoot anything yourself? Actually, get the you know the camera up to your eyeball and shoot anything yourself there? Oh, um, no, no, I'm. I don't think I'm that talented yet. I, I'm. I would love to do like a course on how to be able to. Just, I'm not a technical person. So sure. that whole I. thing, <laughs> I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That whole that whole thing, I you know like to leave with all the uh, technical gurus out there. But um, certainly in the future, I'd love to you know at least practice it or give it a crack because um, yeah. I am interested yeah. in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. As many you know, as many. Um, what is the saying? There's many arrows in your quiver. As many arrows in your whatever. <laughs> To your bow, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you said. <laughs> but we both come from acting backgrounds as well to start with, so I definitely get what you're yeah. saying there. And the actors are having fun, obviously, so that's you know, absolutely a vital element you bring based on your background there. So well done there. Um, so yeah, salami yeah. sticks again. What is the full title? Uh, the sum of several sticky situations involving salami sticks. Fantastic <laughs> alliteration. Check it out on YouTube slash Vimeo. Okay, now. We are building up to your next film is, if I have this correct, Why Do We Trust Rotten yep. Tomatoes? That's the next one? Yeah, yeah, that, okay. that's and, correct, yeah. Yep, so um, first of all, we'll get the business out of the way. You've got a funding campaign going for that. So promote yep. that, plug that, get people on board with that. Take it away. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm uh, 
running a crowdfunding campaign through the Australian Cultural Fund, uh, which is a government-backed initiative to help supporting struggling um, Australian artists. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's a really nice, uh, really nice, really great fund. It has a lot of you know beneficial projects that it's it's back, back that it backs. Um, and essentially, what my project is is it's a, another dark comedy um, con- short film. Uh, uh, basically, the synopsis is. Uh, the corporation of rotten, of rotten tomatoes is this evil corporation that's run by <laughs> ev- evil executives, mm-hmm. um, who who is uh, CEO'd by a an evil overlord by the name of Madame Malicious, um, nice. and she finds out that basically the Australia is going through a production bro- a production boom. Um, in particular, two Aussie filmmakers um, have had really good success with one of their films, and she seeks sinister options to shut it down. And so that's okay. the sort of synopsis behind that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, how can people help you out? How can people support? So if you jump onto australianculturalfund.org.au, uh, and just search uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It'll come up, and um, you just hit the donate button. Um, anything Fantastic. you can, anything you'd send my way is greatly appreciated. Um, and thank you, Gene. You've already supported Legend. My pleasure. My pleasure. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's also it's also a way of I don't like connecting to other other filmmakers out there, other indie filmmakers. Like um, if you support, you know, you'll be you'll be sent a link and we'll keep in touch and I'll watch your, uh, I'll watch your shorts. If you watch mine, you know, it's a, it's a collaborative mm-hmm. process. Absolutely. So Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And also of course, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and cuckoo is with a K K O O K O O not the clock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Um, but I have to ask the question though. Yeah. Do you have beef with Rotten Tomatoes or uh, what's what's <laughs> okay. going on there? <laughs> okay, my short answer to that is yes. Um, okay. I was recently involved in another friend's project, um, uh, this Canadian friend of mine, and we were driving to a location for his project. He's a director as well. He makes his own films. Fresh as a Daisy, Daisy Films, it's called. It's on Vimeo as well. Um, and he was driving me to set and we were basically talking about the fact that he was talking to a friend of his he was saying that he was really excited for this trailer to come out and it just come out and they wanted to go see this movie for ages and his mate watched the trailer and was like oh my god this sounds amazing and then he went to look up Rotten Tomatoes and Rotten Tomatoes had given it a bad score and so he just went from really excited to see it to no get fucked I'm not watching it yeah. and I found that whole sort of that whole concept, extremely interesting. The fact that, you know, you'll look up on a website called Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and judge judge your, your basis of viewing it from what they say using a tomato meter. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the, the concept of it is it's so bizarre. That, yeah. And, and I've, I've just always been fascinated with that. And it's, it's, it's almost like they get brainwashed by it. Hmm. And so, yeah, hmm. I, I, it's just this very, very odd 
very odd thing. And I was even, I was on a podcast the other day with another filmmaker friend of mine. And he was saying that, you know, back in the day when they used to go to Blockbuster and like, you know, it'd be such yep. a, such a high, you'd go there, you know, you'd go through the horror section, you'd grab a whole bunch yep. and yep. go home and watch them all. And then you'd find like a, a gem in between all this other sort of crap. You pick one up and you'd be like, yes, you tell your mates about it. You know, that's what, that's what we need to bring back as indie filmmakers. Mm. We need to bring back this camaraderie. That's, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it given, you know, where mm. it's at these days. Mm. It's just, mm. it's, mm. it's so, so biased and everyone's just after the same thing. They just want Marvel blockbusters, you know, shoot, shoot, bang, bang, blow them up. And uh, it. Don't even start it's, with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's so one dimensional, you know, like, yeah. And absolutely, there's so there's like a, um, for want of a better term, a big brother uh, curation to it all. You know what I mean? We, yeah. Um, the rating system is part of the algorithm, if you will, Correct. which guides yeah. us with what we're watching, certainly, and is biased towards the big budget productions, absolutely, because that's yeah. what brings up the money based yeah. on pre-established IPs, intellectual properties. That's why yeah. we get... Um, with a pre-established fan base, that's why there's continuous Star Wars, Disney, yeah. Marvel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, definitely. Um, but you've you've got me thinking there, and that's not what um, because Rotten Tomatoes. I was, I have to reconsider my opinion of them because I was good with them based on the fact that Rotten Tomatoes really came to uh, the cultural voices or cultural um, designators, uh, tastemakers, whatever, when they dissed uh, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. 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 Um, and that's when suddenly everyone took notice of Rotten Tomatoes and what they yes. had to say about that's films. True. Um, and I thought that was a good thing because Rot um, I don't know how you feel, no, um, no offence if you liked it, but I thought Suicide <laughs> Squads was just a travesty. It was one of the worst pieces of shit I'd ever seen. And also that they had two year, up to one to two years of hype building up to it and then produce, put that piece of shit on the table for dinner. Yeah. It was like, what the hell is <laughs> So I thought Rotten Tomatoes could be actually improving tastes for, for a better want of a better way to put it. But... What you're saying there, rather than um, through the act of discovery, through searching, through sharing, through promoting and looking at each other's stuff and basically making up our own minds on what is what are good films or not, we look towards these websites and these culturally, economically designated tastemakers taste for our own opinions on things, which yeah. will affect individual original work in the future because we think oh we need to go make this sort of stuff so we get five out of five stars because everything is yeah. five out of five stars black mirror pointed it out in the nosedive episode yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i get you i get you yeah yeah mm. that's it mm. yeah that's good that's good man yeah um and we're looking at comedy horror again i'm guessing for this as well yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's again comedy horror. Yeah, yeah. Probably more so on the horror side. This one, which is oh, exciting. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I look yeah. forward to seeing it. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, and so your crowdfunding. So basically, you're you're in pre-production, basically. Yeah, pre-production. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Yeah. I look forward to it coming out again. Follow Cuckoo Entertainment online to keep up to date with all of that and definitely donate if you can. Let's make up our own minds what's good and what's not. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Now, speaking on such sort of things um, as well with um, independent filmmaking um and uh i had a segue but it's gone how are your films um distinctly australian what about your films make them australian yeah i think um most most of the terminology is sort of heard um heard through them in an australian way i think i think the way people talk the way people move is quite i don't know i don't know it's they just seem Australian to me because the characters like the stoners and all that kind of stuff. And, and the concepts about food, um, they just, it just sort of being an Aussie, that's just all I think about is sure. food okay. and all that kind yep. of stuff. And they're just sort of, <laughs> and everyone, everyone who's on board, the cast, the crew are all Aussie. Um, everything you see, it's all filmed in Australia. Um, so I think that all those things combine into just one big, Aussie pie, really? Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah um, just for our overseas audience as well. So you know, like, uh, so like, um, Australia isn't just one big town. <laughs> We're all yeah. the same, though, as well. We there is, yeah. um, you know, nuance to it. You're in. Um, yeah. Yours are distinctly. Would you say are your films distinctly Sydney as well as Sydney Australian? Oh, I, I don't think so. No, yeah, I think um, there's, you know, there's we've got a couple of people on board from, you know, different parts of Australia, and okay. I'm from originally okay. from Queensland, so there you can yeah. see, the, yeah. you know, the True. comedy, the comedy does come through um, through the different states and stuff. You know, the uh, the dynamics in each city in Australia are similar, but also they're a little bit different mm. to each other. But mm. I think the the comedy um, certainly um comes through in an in, a, in an australian way um and yeah. yeah 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 i agree with that good uh, good distinction there thank you yeah definitely uh have you thought about you know when um we're allowed to travel a bit more free and easy like going to different states for locations different locations oh, that yeah, sort of yeah, thing? Definitely. Yeah? yeah definitely yeah 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 um and, and for this next one you know where uh the the beginning of the like the location of Rotten Tomatoes is set in America, so you know it's just Aussies putting on an American accent, but it's trying to be set in America um, okay. for a couple of the scenes. So that's that's interesting. Again, you know, I've never I've never gone down that path, so this is ah. you know, it's, it's it's an exciting path to sort of I don't know doing it first time to sort of bring in Australian actors doing the Aussie accent. So I mean, doing the uh, yep. US accent, sorry. Yeah, so it should be interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Are you going to, um, as with production department, art design, are you going to try and emulate America in that sense with your background details, if I may ask? Yeah, yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to give it a crack. Um, cool. Yeah, and some of the locations that we have are like, you know, uh, are really interesting. We've, we've, we've got a, a full prison to play with in one of the scenes. And um, yeah, and uh, a nice sort of uh, underground sort of layer to, to play with. Um, okay. Yeah, there's some really interesting sort of, uh, cool. really interesting things going on. That, fantastic, yeah, that fantastic. Hopefully, hopefully entertain everyone that watches it. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool, cool. And just to clarify their listeners, viewers, uh, Ollie's shooting in Sydney. Sydney, um, basically, there's four big cities. You've got Brisbane, where I'm at, Sydney, where Ollie is at. Then you've got the biggest city population-wise, I believe, is Melbourne, now down south. Then you've got Perth, way, way, way over on the other coast, basically, another country away. Um, (laughs) And um, Sydney is the business hub, though, if you will, the corporate business hub, yeah? Yeah, I, I would say so, yeah. Yeah, so just people get an idea overseas. Um, okay, okay, that answers that question. Well, thank you. Now, let's. Um, that's from the geographical. Let's take it to the personal. How do your films reflect you and your repressed thoughts, your darker side? Being the mm. cinema salon, we have to go there. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's a good question. I mean, I am sort of religiously a note taker. Um, so no matter how I'm feeling, I'll always be writing down those, those thoughts and opinions on my, usually I do it on my phone. Um, and you know, the things that happen to me, the things that are around me, you know, how, if I'm feeling up, if I'm feeling down, I'll just write them and then they will, I'll, they will eventually go into scripts. Like right now I've got a, a program that's got like 800, 900 scripts on it. And, um, they range from, you know, horror, comedy, horror you know micro shorts and web series and you know the feature Mm -hmm. film idea that i said i'm writing um but i think it's just it's just getting those ideas and and thoughts and repressed thoughts out onto paper and then i tweak them to sort of fit in where i can um so yeah that's that's just my process i guess of in terms of getting the ideas out onto paper and then into the scripts yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To segue into another couple of questions to make one based on that. Um, yeah. Now, do these notes, these thoughts, is that how we've manifested? Let's throw it out to two characters, Ivan the Butcher, yeah. and in particular, the evil clown. <laughs> the evil clown. Yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll start with that one. Um, okay. Basically, I've, I've always... Uh, I'll start with what the clown essentially is, basically. So the clown is like a manifestation of all bad thoughts and bad habits. Um, for instance, the he in the in the salami sticks um, short, he sort of attacks or preys on this character Damo, who's a stoner. So he's been, you know, mm. he's been smoking, he's been doing all the wrong uh, things, he's been drinking, and from that becomes this manifestation of the sort of, it's sort of like a devil and angel on shoulder, but with the, in this case, the devil is much larger and in the shape of a clown. That's because I've always been really interested in that whole aspect of, you know, what's good, what's bad, and, you know, the mm-hmm. whole sit on the shoulder kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, um, as I was watching uh, the remake of <clears throat> It, Stephen King's It, Mm-hmm. I've always been fascinated with clowns. Um, I don't know why, but I, I had a 21st clown themed 21st. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I'm, I've just always been about clowns. Um, and so I decided to come up with this idea of this evil manifestation that is a clown. And, and he's just sort of there to persuade you to do all these bad things, to have all these bad habits and to go down all these bad paths. Um, and so that's what that's what that essentially is. And um, it's elaborated on in the next one. 
um, so oh, the clown is, I was going to ask. And, okay, cool. Yeah, Damo yep. and the clown return in this next one, and he and the clown's much more, you know, in his head, much more alive, much more present, and sort of controlling in a way. Um, okay. And gets Damo to do some pretty abysmal things. <laughs> so yeah, which is which is really exciting. Um, but yeah, that's essentially where that comes from. And then again with Ivan. Yeah, I think I don't know. I just sometimes like, like you know, when you think when you get a bit angry and you get a bit you know frustrated with things, you want to you know just do just break something or do something. I poured all of that into that scene with the arm chop. You know, like there's mm-hmm. there's there's concepts that I'm thinking about that made me want to do that. And so I did it. You know what I mean? So those thoughts that I pushed towards ending up in a scene like that, that's just where they came from. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Of course. And um, what I've just thought of actually, um, because we have two distinct characters who are definitely coming out of your shell, if you will, to portray these characterizations, these uh, manifestations of your psyche. Would you say as you become comfortable as a filmmaker behind the camera, you've been able to play more comfortably in front of the camera camera to create these characters? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and they are, I've got to say, that I, I love the darker characters. I, I'm, they're really interesting yeah. to play because they have such a, uh, I don't know, just so much of a backstory there. There's so much, so much to deal with. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're just so much more complex and so much richer. And, yeah, they're just really exciting to play, I think, especially in a comedy as well as a horror aspect when you there's even more room to play there so um yeah no it's, they're really exciting to play and like for for the for the salami sticks um i was actually physically exhausted after playing the clown <laughs> i'm putting that Good. much energy into it um it yeah. was fun it was really fun yeah yeah, no, you can see it. You can see it definitely. It just creates a better work, a, a, a better monster, <laughs> if yeah. you will. De- definitely, that's great. That's great. And I, well, the more comfortable you be, um, you become, moving forward as a filmmaker, I look forward to seeing where these where you take these characters, <laughs> these yeah. uh, with the clown and others as well. You create in the future, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, oh, That's great. exciting. Yeah. Um, one last question before we um, sign off, though. Seven inches? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and no you comment. Have, you'll have to watch Salami Sticks <laughs> to know what I'm talking about there. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. All right. Up um, no, to you. You're you're the only one who's pointed out that line. I would I would have thought by now a lot of people Excellent. would have would have thrown that my way and questioned it, but you're the first. How could you not? <laughs> oh, oh, that that little interaction between you and Vicky, the, Ivan and Vicky the vegan at that moment for that beach was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, Thanks for having me on board. Absolutely. So again, yeah. Um, just to uh, finish off there, if anything you want to, you know, final thoughts or anything you want to like final plugs, 
etc go for it um just uh yeah watch the some of several sticky situations involving salami sticks and i hope you enjoy <laughs> yes definitely and uh check yeah. them out cuckoo entertainment k-o-o-k-o-o uh google online follow them up donate if you can you know let's uh let's uh, see what ollie uh can create in the future definitely let's help him out and um yeah this has been uh, gene von banyard cinema baron putting the sin back into cinema with the help of my man ollie here absolutely and uh that's a wrap on cuckoo entertainment fade to black Sorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.